Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Well Then. Today, we are completing our exploration of the seven pillars of love alignment. If you've been tuned in up until now, then you've done a deep dive into all the different areas of our life that can support us in connecting with the energy of love. And if this is the first episode you've tuned into in the series, I highly encourage you to go back and watch Uh, listen (laughs) to the rest so that you can get up to speed with all of the many different elements that support us in achieving healing and balance and harmony in our love lives and in our lives as a whole. So today's pillar that we are talking about, the seventh and final pillar, is probably, you know, I've said that they're all the most important. I think they all hold equal weight in my mind, but this is certainly the one that was hardest for me to begin to talk about in a more public setting because I felt like it held the most stigma. So today we are talking about source connection and we'll get into exactly what that means, Um, but it can be a charged subject for some and a dissociative subject for others. So my request is that you just keep an open open mind and open perspective to this topic. And as always take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. And if there's something that maybe opens up a new pathway in, in your mindset and your perspective and your brain, amazing, follow it and see what it has to show you and offer for you. So I really want to say that it's last, but most certainly not least on the path to love alignment. And this source connection that I mentioned is our, essentially our connection to that, which is greater than us. So whatever your religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs, I have personally found that it is crucial to have some sort of relationship with a higher power or universal consciousness when increasing your capacity for love. And that is because at its core, source connection is about universal love and love is about connection. So I look at it as this idea of the love that created everyone and everything on this planet. It is the love that exists between strangers passing on the street, just as much as the love that exists between a mother and a child or a married couple or a boy and his dog. (laughs) Whenever we are able to connect to the idea that there is a universal energy or a higher power that is benevolent and loving, we're able to sense love in every area of our life and to remember that it is not just reserved for romantic relationships. And this is really the key. It's so important because I think so many people in the world spend a a vast majority of their life giving their power away by looking for somebody to love them. Like really sit with that for a second and think about that in the context of your own life. How much of your life up until now, or up until you met the person that you are with, or before you started doing deep inner work, how much of your life did you just spend waiting and wishing for somebody else to love you, for that perfect person to show up, for your soulmate to show up, or just for a person to choose you, to want to date you, to be with you, to want to marry you, and then you would feel like you're enough. And when that thing actually happened, if it did, Did it actually fill the void that you had? Did it actually fulfill 
the love that you were yearning for and searching for? Or was it maybe more of a temporary high and created more anxiety within you because now you were afraid, well, what if I lose this person? Then I'll lose my love and then I'll lose this good feeling that I have. And so when we are giving away our power by thinking that love exists in just other people outside of us and that we have to wait for them to give it to us, we're really not connected to the energy of love at all. We're connected to the energy of wounding. And this is really normal, really common, because the vast majority of us, if not all of us, experience some sort, some form of wounding in our childhood and disconnection from love and disappointment when our expectations of what love should be and what it should look like and what it should feel like weren't met. And so we end up in this place where we kind of pedestalize romantic love and romantic relationships and anything that's not that can't possibly be as fulfilling and can't possibly fill that void that we have. And I did this myself. So (laughs) this isn't me kind of like speaking from a self-righteous place of like, you need to believe in this idea to learn this lesson. It's like, I went through this myself and so deeply experienced the excruciating pain of not feeling lovable, of not feeling worthy, of not feeling good enough uh, on my own, if somebody else wasn't loving me. And even if somebody was loving me of, of feeling like I wasn't worthy of it or there was just this constant fear of loss and abandonment and rejection, loss of love, essentially. And that can be a really painful place to live from. And I really discovered this in my early 20s when, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I went through kind of a dark night of the soul, pretty traumatic time going through a car accident and abusive relationship and just loss of my sense of self. And it was at that time that I had to discover this idea of source connection. I grew up um, in a religious family. Um, I I was raised Catholic by an Irish Catholic mother and, you know, did all of the things going to Catholicism classes and go to mass and whatnot. But I never really had a belief in God in the way that it was taught to me. I didn't like the idea of the God that was being taught to me because it seemed scary that there was this guy in the sky who was like judging everything I did and was going to punish me for my sins. And uh, yes, of course, there's the idea of forgiveness embedded in there as well, but it just, it didn't feel right. (laughs) And so I felt a little bit disconnected from religion and even at a young age. And um, interestingly enough, even went to Uh, a a Christian school for in college, um, though that wasn't necessarily the focus, but plenty of my peers there were very religious people and still it didn't resonate with me. And I felt like there was something wrong with me a lot of the time because all these people seemed to have this belief in God and something bigger that I, I couldn't relate to and didn't understand. Um, and also didn't really see the importance of, until this chapter in my early 20s when things got so dark and so painful that I needed something bigger to believe in. Because if it was just me and it was just all this pain, I didn't see the point anymore. And I really needed something to anchor me through that pain. And so fortunately, this was 
kind of my spiritual awakening and the point in my path and my journey where I had the opportunity to start exploring that there was so much more out there than just the idea of God that I was taught growing up. And there was an opportunity to believe in something that would get me through the hard times. And that's ultimately what I learned is that this idea of source connection is what carries us through the tough times. And I, I want to be clear, even before I go further, that when I say source connection, it's my way of trying to use neutral terminology as much as possible. You can use whatever words resonated for you. That was such a relief for me that in the beginning, I didn't have to call, I didn't have to call it God, this, this thing that I was beginning to explore and see if I believed in. You can call it God, you can call it higher power, you can call it source, you can call it spirit, you can call it love, you can call it the universe, connection, whatever resonates with you, that's what's most important. You want to not feel like you're forcing it. You want it to feel like something that you want to believe in and that feels true and authentic for you because belief is different for each and every one of us. Faith is different. And I personally am not a big believer in organized religion because the structure of it doesn't work for me, but I still really enjoy spirituality and believing in a higher power because as I mentioned, it got me through some really tough times and has also provided a lot of expansion and connection and love for me through all the really good times too. So call it what you want. <laughs> That's the point. And, you know, if you've made it to adulthood, however old you are, you know the truth that we will inevitably encounter challenges and struggles in our lives, not just once, but many times, whether it's going through a breakup, losing a job or losing a loved one. There's so many different things. I mean, look at the last couple of years. These have been... <laughs> traumatic events one after the other and a level of, of pain and challenge for so many people that most of us have never experienced in our lifetime. And, and it's shown us our resilience for sure, but it's also shown us the fragility of life. And we can't deny the fact that these things are going to happen and having a belief in a higher power can help you make sense of these things. And it can help you have faith that it will always get better. Always. It can even help you find meaning in it, a sense of meaning in a meaningless or senseless act or experience or circumstance. And that is just such a gift. It's what keeps you anchored and rooted and ready to come back and dive back into the depths of life that sense of being supported and provided for even during our darkest chapters can help us stay on the path to alignment and remember not to settle for someone who is less than what we truly desire. So bringing it back to the idea of love and romantic relationships, because that's where a lot of us have interest. That's what a lot of us use as the entry point or the gateway into doing this work is like, we go through a really painful breakup, feel like we've lost our love. And we're like, well, now what, if I don't have that person to love me, then who am I, or how can I get love? And you realize that love is something that you are. Love is within you. It's around you. It's being 
channeled through you by whatever higher power you believe in at all times. And the more you tap into that, the more you'll experience it from other people around you as well. But the more you outsource it and you try to just find someone to love you and give your power away, then you're a lot more likely to settle for somebody who's less than you desire, less than you deserve, and really just isn't what you want, what you truly want, if you're honest with yourself in terms of your kind of ideal relationship and what would match best with your lifestyle and your love languages and your attachment style and your vision for your life. And you deserve that, all of that. And it can also help you remember that even when you don't have anyone physically surrounding you, whether it's just because you're going through a chapter where you're single or whether you're isolated because of a pandemic, whether you move to a new city and don't have any friends or family around, that you are always loved deeply and profoundly. And lastly, and most importantly, this idea of source connection can help guide you towards the answers that you seek and connect you to a sense of purpose. And so many of us spend so much of our lives asking questions and seeking answers from the wrong places. And so we don't get the answers that we really want and we're left feeling unfulfilled and purposeless. Through my own experience and lots of trial and error, and seeing this play out in the lives of my clients as well. When you take the time to remember and reconnect that there's an energy out there that is bigger than you, that loves you, all the rest of it just starts to make more sense. So there's a lot more that I could say about how we do this and the techniques that we use to invite this source connection back into our lives, because there are specific, um, Uh, techniques and tools that we can use just like all the other pillars to strengthen our source connection. Um, But they're very individual and it it depends on the person. So my invitation for you is to just sit with all of this for a bit, see how it lands, see how it resonated, see what it brought up in you, what it stirred up in you. And if you have questions and want to explore it further, know that you can always reach out to me. Um, you can go to my website, megansharer.com. You can email me from there. You can send me a DM on Instagram, whatever works for you, but get in touch and we can chat more about it because I think that this is so important. And if you want to dive into all seven pillars and really explore love alignment within your own life, then same thing, reach out to me and let's chat about what that would look like and what your goals are. I am so grateful that you have stayed with me for not just these seven episodes of the seven pillars, but all of the episodes of the Well Then podcast. I'm so grateful to have you as part of this conversation and a part of my community. I honestly can't say that enough. (laughs) It means so much to me that you're open-hearted and willing to dive in the deep end with me. So as always, if you know somebody who would benefit from hearing this and needs this invitation for more love, universal love in their life, please send this episode to them. Um, Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, all the things. I would be very, very grateful. And know that wherever you are today, right now, in this moment, I am sending you so much love from my heart to yours. And know that you're worthy of it not receiving my love, but of receiving love in general from yourself and from the world around you. 
And I really hope that you take the time to, to feel that and believe and know that it is true. And I'm excited to dive deeper into all things love and love alignment with you this season. So until next time, have a happy, healthy, and love-filled day. <laughs>